What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. At Kroger, everyone wins when it comes to saving big. Because when you order online through the Kroger app, you get the same great prices, deals, and rewards on pickup or delivery that you do in-store with no hidden fees or markups. Best of all, you'll know when items in your cart have a coupon, so you never miss a deal. So whether you're a delivery lover, picker-upper, or you shop in-store, no matter how you shop, you'll always save big at Kroger. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Spadrosian throws to Sandberg, and the pitch is grounded to second base. Thompson has it, throws to first. It's over. 27 years of waiting have come to an end. The Giants have won the pennant. Brad is back, everyone. Hey. What's up, man? Welcome back. Thank you. I, uh, nice vacation. And uh, up at Tahoe, relaxed. The water was cold, man. Usually we go in July and the water is cold then. But it, with all the late snow we had, I didn't get in the water that much. Usually I'm in the water every day. Every time I got in, I got a headache this time. So <laughs> really, it's a sign of getting old. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what did Brad miss? Well, he missed a little bit of kind of bad baseball. And yeah. and it's it's really hard to blame the Giants because they just can't stay healthy. And I think that's a product of somewhat of being an older team. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, not having – I mean, when you have to run so many different guys out, the, the depth really takes a hit. And we'll talk about some of the injuries uh, that, uh, that happened. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I was at the game yesterday, so my first game – of uh of 2023 we'll talk about that as well but i kind of wanted to ask you and this is really i'm sure off of a lot of people's radars here but instagram came out with their own version of what people would consider a twitter-like microblogging platform and they did a really smart thing where if you have an instagram account they just make it really easy for you to create a threads account and you can't actually create a threads account as far as I know, without previously having an Instagram account. So they're tying your accounts in and all of a sudden they're supposedly at like 30 million members in two days, which is actually yeah. pretty good, but you know, and we're on there BSPN underscore media, just like our Instagram uh, account. And I'm on there as well. And you're on there as well uh, in our personal accounts. But what do you think about threads as far as being a competitor with Twitter? I see it more as a backup in case Twitter dies. Yeah. And, well, I mean, already Elon Musk is suing threads. I mean, there's a lawsuit already for proprietary reasons and saying that uh, Zuckerberg and Meta stole a lot of his employees, I mean, he fired, he mass fired a ton of employees, locked them out of buildings and didn't let them back anywhere. Unless they have NDAs and, and non-compete clauses, I don't know if the lawsuit's going to go very far, but he's saying that he's, they stole a lot of their uh, I mean, their that ideas. that is the, the Facebook blueprint, though. It, 
Pretty much. I mean, <laughs> I, and, and honestly, you and I are big Apple guys. That's kind of what Apple does too. But Apple will take an idea of something and they will wait to see you screw it up. And then they'll just grab it and, and run with that idea, mold it, make it better, and then release it. And then it blows away anything that you had in the past. Um, Facebook and Meta is kind of like, hey, we're going to do what you're doing. It may work. It may not. I don't know. But we're just going to throw it out there and see if it sticks. I'm enjoying it so far because it, it is kind of, uh, dare I say, wholesome. It's kind of it's it's kind of a wholesome at this point. You go on there and it's just like my stuff. Okay, I follow on Instagram a lot of sports stuff and a yeah. lot of Disney stuff. So immediately that's my feed. Yeah. And Apple Fitness Plus and the Apple <laughs> Fitness Plus trainer. That's my feed. It's yeah. like it's health. It's Disney and it's sports. So it's it, it's nice to get on there and be like, oh, this is all the cool stuff that I like. With Twitter, honestly, I haven't gone on there very much in the last couple of months because every time I do, I end up just seeing a bunch of stuff that I'm not subscribed to and I don't care about a lot of yeah. politics stuff that I yeah. just not – it's not my thing. Um, and, and it's being force-fed to me on Twitter, but I don't see that so far on uh, uh on on threads but again it just started i mean it just started yesterday it's now uh, old. i know a lot of the frustration with threads was that you can't see a chronological feed it is very much like instagram in that they are feeding you stuff that they think that you will engage with and i told some folks i was like well when you create the product uh, you can't actually have a chronological feed if you don't actually have the posts because people just run out of posts. They're like, oh, yeah. that's it. I'm out of here. There's nothing in here. So that's, I mean, it's also their algorithm in which Instagram works for them. So I'm sure that's also the calculus. But, you know, imagine going there and then you just are constantly refreshing your feed and it's like five minutes, 10 minutes between posts you're going to just get tired of it and you're going to leave. Yeah, there's nothing going on here. So it's smart the yeah. way they did it. Um, now, now, Twitter has that in the For You feature. So if you're on Twitter... It's the worst. I hate that feed. Yeah, so if you go to For You, it is chronological, um, but there are so many users. And if you follow a lot of, of, of companies and people and whatnot on Twitter, you're going to get... You're going to refresh and you're going to get three new posts, four new posts. Um but then if you go to the uh, – or, or am I mixing it up? Let's see. It's called, Sorry, it's called the For following. You and then following. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So following is the one that if you refresh that, you're only going to see the stuff that you follow. But then you're going to miss some stuff. Like let's say you posted something 24 hours ago. If I missed that – You'll never it, see it. It's 24 hours down in my yeah. feed. Now if yeah. I go to For You, since I interact with you a lot, I might see that. Yeah. Um, so it, I, 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 I like for you as an option. I don't yeah. like being defaulted to that when I open up my Twitter app and not realizing that that's where I am because I never exactly. select to go there. If they gave it to me as an option and they flip flopped the feeds and I could choose when I need to go in there, it, it would be a much better experience. Yeah, for sure. And I'm hoping, I mean, you know, with threads, I'm hoping they can do something different with that. I like Instagram. Uh, it is a bit um, heavy on the ads. Yes. It is a bit heavy on the, 
hey, since you follow this, this, and this, you're going to like this. Yes. But when you hit the X to say, I don't want to see that for 30 days, you know, it works. But then a month later, it's all back there in the same place. Um, sometimes you miss things. Uh, I like it because it's short and sweet. There's not a whole lot of interaction. And that's why I like Instagram because it's just kind of like, hey, here's a picture or there's a story. I'm going to go look at it real quick. Uh, there might be two or three comments and that's it. Even though there's millions and millions of people on there, it's just not a place for conversation. That's one of the reasons I left Facebook. It was because it was just massive conversation. Uh, 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 you know, everybody's two cents about everything. And I just didn't, I, I didn't care for that. And that's why I liked Instagram. Cause I thought, Oh, well, it's cool. It's a picture. I get to see it and then move on. So I'm hoping threads can do something kind of a mix between Twitter and Instagram. Mm -hmm. Um, a little bit more picture, uh, heavy. Um, so far I've seen some links to stories that are popping up. Uh, Andrew Baggerly is on there, but Grant Brisby and Cole Kuyper are not on there. Um, so, you know, so it's, it's those things that you're just kind of waiting for it to grow a little bit into what we're used to with Twitter, but, um, you know, just cut the fat. And, and that's what I hope, threads does it is i hope it's twitter with with less saturated fat good fats you can have the mono and the polyunsaturated <laughs> just, get, just get rid of the saturated <laughs> add some olive oil to it yeah exactly uh all right what are we going to talk about here today well like i said i was at the ball game yesterday so i got to see them in person you know what we were very thankful for and this is a team really understanding their home ballpark the wind we were very happy to see the win because the Mariners hit some balls off Alex Cobb that I thought were going to go out, and they just got knocked down very quickly. And then on the Giants' end, because of uh, Julio Rodriguez not having a ton of opportunity to play in San Francisco, a ball that probably is out into center field gets knocked down by the wind, and he gets to the warning track, and he steps, and then he takes his eye off of it, and he drops it, and we get we get to score a run. So the wind very much played a factor into us winning that game yesterday, two to zero. Uh, loud, loud sounding outs for sure. I didn't think Cobb was fantastic, but he, uh, you know, he's a gamer, and he kept him. He kept, you know, he was battling lots of times. There's you know, runner on and he's battling runner on third. He's battling the giants would get all their hits with two outs. And so, you know, like, Oh, ah, another guy in scoring position. Oh, it's two outs. <laughs> but you know, what's what was uh very at the forefront of my mind watching that game. We had the Rogers Rogers Doval combination to close that game out. And there was like no chance for the Mariners. Yeah. That's I what mean, we thought we were going to have when we signed Taylor Rogers. It's, that's what we thought it was that Rogers, Rogers, Doval. Yeah. And I'm, I'm curious how many times this season we've actually seen that. And, and I, I would, I would venture to guess less than five. five it was, it was amazing to watch because you kind of saw it in the Mariners. Now I know that major league baseball players don't really see themselves as, as not being able to, you know, to do what they want offensively, but it was almost like, ah, oh, man, we missed our opportunity once Cobb went out. And the, there was uh, Taylor Rogers or Tyler Rogers. There was a ball hit off of him. I forget the hitter. It was maybe uh, uh, what uh, what's JP? Uh, what's his last name? Crawford. Crawford. JP Crawford. He hit like this ball that spun in the weirdest way. It was almost like um, 
It was almost like he hit the ball and the ball became lopsided the way it was spinning yeah. <laughs> because it went over, I think it was JD Davis at third and Crawford and it kind of went over JD's head and it bounced. And then Crawford tried to pick it up and he couldn't pick it up because of the weird bounce. And I was like, man, it must be hell trying to hit off this guy, Tyler Rogers. But yeah, it was Rogers, Rogers. And then Duvall came in and he shut it down on our, uh, all of our social medias. I have a YouTube short. Up on our YouTube page, BSPN Media, I have uh, I put it on Twitter, uh, I believe I put it on Twitter, uh, but it's also on Instagram and Threads as well. So if you follow our social medias, you will see the final out of the game. There wasn't that many people there, uh, and you know it was Wednesday night or or whatever. You know, not a great night to draw, but it's kind of interesting how you know the team is actually playing some pretty good baseball, but. You know, Wednesday night, I would have expected a little bit more people, especially with Seattle. You know, if you're a baseball fan, you're like, oh, man, J-Rod is here. I want to see him, you know. Yeah. And no, it was kind of it's kind of a lackadaisical crowd. And shout out to the people who went because, you know, they were loud and especially at the end. And it was fun. But, yeah, I was kind of disappointed. I thought there was going to be a little bit more people there uh, representing. But uh, that is, is well, not the case yet. Yeah, I mean, also, you got to look at it, too. So I went to the eye doctor yesterday morning, and this was the morning after Fourth of July. The roads were empty here in Reno. Yeah. And usually I go to the eye doctor and there's the frames place right next door. And I go in there and it's usually packed and you've got to put your name in. You're like third or fourth waiting for somebody. Nobody. Nobody. I was there until like 1130 I, did, I saw maybe one other person. So I think yesterday was probably just kind of a slow day for people going out and doing things. Um, I know Aces Ballpark on 4th of July had the – here in Reno uh, that night had the fourth highest crowd in its history, and that team has been around since 2009. Um, so that was pretty good. So I think 4th of July is like the day for people to go to games. So I, that could have been the reason for the crowd yesterday. But um, but being there uh, yesterday, what what year vibes did you get from the crowd? Yeah, that is so weird because I feel like even in 2021, it wasn't nearly as as good as it was in in the, you know I, I went to a lot of games in 09, 10, 11, 12, all the way up to about 17. I was going to probably 10 games a year just because I was out in San Francisco working. And so it was very easy to get to a night game. Those fans had high expectations, which wasn't always great because those teams weren't always great, but they just showed up and they, it was always packed. And so Post pandemic, and really not only post pandemic, but also post uh, 17, 18, uh, and 19 were not great years for the team. So, that as well as the pandemic, and then 21 were coming back from the pandemic, and that team was really good, but still, you know, still not, not a lot of people going because of a uh, uh, fear of, of whatever. But I just feel like a lot of that audience just isn't there, whether they've moved out of the city, whether, you know, San Francisco can sort of sometimes be that town of, 
you know, we kind of got a lot of stuff to do. So Giants, you have to be really good in order for us to, you know, to go to games. You know, we just oh, we could always watch it on TV. So there's got to be some of that. But I, it does feel like there was there's been a change in uh, the demographic of the area. I don't know, but it, it, it was distinct. It's been distinctly different post pandemic when you go to the ballpark. Yeah. And I can't say that for the for the Warriors. And some of that I'm sure has to do with you know, that, that same team that has been there since 2011, 2012 is still technically the, 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 you know, those are the guys. So uh, there, there hasn't been a lot of changes there. And, you know, you know, Buster was kind of the last of, of, of of the guys. And, you know, we're seeing it with belt last year and then Crawford this year, it's going to be, it's almost a complete turnaround and Brandon Crawford's no longer a giant. So some of it is that, and, and maybe with Matos and Bailey and Luciano, the the Richmond game was actually on uh, the Giants homepage earlier today. I saw Luciano's at bat. He walked in the first inning. So maybe you know you, you, when we're here to find our new stars, you know maybe maybe that that is uh, just the the change that that the fan base you know can can sort of see and go okay now you know these are our guys. But yeah, it's just very it was very interesting. But I will say, I'm going on Saturday. It is Hello Kitty Day at the ballpark, so I expect the ballpark to pretty much be full for Hello Kitty Day, and it's a Saturday, so that will be, I'm sure that crowd will be a little bit different, but still, yeah, yeah, I was just like, man, you know, the Giants are actually pretty good. They have some good young players. I expected more, but ultimately, you know, kind of disappointed in the crowd, but you know what I wasn't disappointed in? The pace of the game. (sighs) Unbelievable. I I went... So I got to get stuff done. You know, there's, I'm in between vacations right now. I had to go to Old Navy. I, mean, I, had, to, I had to, we're going to Vegas. It's going to be like 185 oh degrees God. every day. We're going in July. So I had to get some tank tops and I'm like, I got to get some, some, some lighter stuff, some board shorts. Um, so I'm walking around and I got the one AirPod in and I'm listening to the game and it is flying by as I'm walking through the store. I'm like, geez. And I left, I think it was the top of the first when I left and I got home and it was the top of the ninth with two outs. <laughs> and it was, I wasn't gone that long. I don't shop that long. <laughs> we sat down, we got, we got to the park right at six. So six or five start. We sat down right as the giants defense was uh, going out to the, take the field. And we sat down. The game ended at like, 832 or something. So it was literally less than two and a half hour game. And I've been to so many Giants games, night games. Now, the this 605 start was an hour and a half earlier than some of the old school Giants games that I was going to in the night. You know, because those games I'm getting home by midnight. You know, I'm driving yeah. home, making the drive, games over, making the drive, getting home right around midnight. I was in my house at uh 9:45 and that is That's traveling to south, to south bay walking to my car and traveling you know, you know 40 miles or whatever to to sunnyvale so that's never happened before there's been you know there there's been more than enough to, than enough times where i'm like you know this game is kind of going long i need to get back to bart or else t- t- bart's going to stop and this is kind <laughs> this was kind of before uber was a big thing but that was like a real thing. Like my car is at Bart. If I don't leave now, I may not get to Bart when the trains are still running. That's how you know some of those games would go so long. So that was 
quite uh, quite the surprise, and not even a surprise because we've been talking about it this entire year. But it was so just it just made the experience uh, you know funny. It, it just felt like I'm out here. You know, you need to pay attention for those two and a half hours because, yeah. like you said, they fly by. But baseball is also a conversational sport. I was hanging with a friend uh, who I had, hadn't seen in a while. Uh, I used to work; she used to work with uh, with me for several years, going way back in the day. And uh, so we were just catching up, and we look kind of looked up. We're like, "Oh shoot, it's already at the bottom of the fifth, and we haven't even really <laughs> like sat up one time." You know, we're just yeah. watching the game and talking, watching the game and talking. And so it was, it was fascinating. I loved it. I loved That's the pitch crazy. clock. And there were no, uh, as far as I can remember, there were no issues with it. Neither team had an issue with it. Just game just flew by. Yeah, every once in a while you get one violation a game. And, and oh, that was the other thing with the crowd, too. You know, we forgot to mention it was a weird start time, right? Six yeah. o'clock start time. Uh, and that could have been part of it, too, because we're a games time, usually 640 or something. 645. Um, I think Friday nights are 715 because of Apple TV. Oh, so got they it. try to start all the West Coast games at 715. Um, but last night, so I was listening to it, like I said, on the radio while I'm walking around the store. And um, Fleming had mentioned uh, because Seattle needed to get out of town to be I can't remember where they needed to be today. Um, but that, but so the giants asked major league baseball, cause they said we had a, you know, a one o'clock start on 4th of July. Uh, we don't want to do a, a, another day game. We don't want to do back-to-back day games if we don't have to in the middle of the week. Um, so they asked major league baseball, what is the latest time we can set our start time for this Wednesday night game? And they said six thirteen PM. Mm. So, so the Giants went ahead and started it at six, just to kind of round it off. Um, so that was the reason for the early start time as well, and, and because of Seattle's travel, all the travel rules and everything else that go into play. But you know, here the Giants on the West Coast, uh, Sunday night baseball had to start at seven p.m. or yeah. on the East Coast in, in New York, uh, and then get home and play um, in San Francisco the next. A day against at 645 against uh, a Seattle. So I mean, giants are tired. Giants are tired <laughs> right now, man. <laughs> yeah, totally. Totally. Yeah. And you know, then the injuries, we're going to talk about them in a second, you know, there's no I in team, but there is one in indeed. And that's the hiring platform that you need to build yours. When you're hiring, you need indeed. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed does the hard work for you. They show you the candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great, talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at indeed.com slash blue wire sports offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at indeed.com slash blue wire sports. That's indeed.com slash blue wire sports and support the show by saying that you heard it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash blue wire sports terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need indeed. NFL Sunday Ticket is now on YouTube and YouTube TV, which means that it just got easier to be an NFL fan, even if you live far away. Like, maybe you like the Bears, but you're hibernating in Panthers territory. But with NFL Sunday Ticket, your out-of-market team is never more than a short distance away. 
specifically the distance from you to your remote control. NFL Sunday Ticket, now on YouTube and YouTube TV. Go to youtube.com slash presale to get $50 off. Terms and embargoes apply. Offer ends 919. No refund. Subscription auto renews. The All-Star break is coming at a very good time for the team because they need, yeah. like you said, they need a break. And then it gives them a little bit of cushion to kind of deal with this Tyro Estrada injury because you're talking about one of your best players and he's hurt and he's going to be out for four to six weeks. And so, you know, you, you're only playing these three games, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then you get a full week off. So his injury time is kind of in there. So he'll miss, you know, a handful of less games thanks to the All-Star break. So that's that's good stuff. But first of all, we got to talk about Camilo, man. Yeah. Camilo is the Giants' lone All-Star. They probably could have had uh, a few other players, uh, you know, Lamont Wade. Uh, we've talked about Tyro. Both Rogers brothers pitching tremendously. And Logan Webb, too. Like, Logan Webb is not having you know, the the outstanding, outstanding season, but he's still their ace. He's still their, their guy who's there to, to stop uh, winning, you know, losing streaks. Uh, but it is Camilo and he's having a really good year. He had a rough start. Uh, the game that they, was it the first Mariners game uh, of the week? Well, what was the game where, or it may have been, uh, was it the last Mets game? It was one of the games where they, they were tied going into the ninth inning, and then he gave up a bunch of runs. Oh, that uh, was uh, that was on his birthday, Fourth of July. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So he bounced back from that, and and he looked solid yesterday. But glad to see him, young guy. I'm sure it uh, it helps. I don't know if he's got any bonuses in in his contract to make the All Star team, but really cool that such a young guy. I remember going to the game in 2021 where he's coming up. And all you do is when he throws the ball, you just look at the at the uh, the gun. Like you just want to see how hard it, it is. He hit yeah. uh, the the one I saw yesterday was one hundred and one. I don't know if he if he threw any harder than that, but he threw he he actually hit one hundred and one. And there were some kids in front of us, and that's what they were doing every time he threw. They would just look at the miles per hour, and then they would <laughs> tell their dad, "Oh my god, one hundred and one! Like that's fun, you know, to have a guy like oh, that." Yeah. It's amazing to, to just that, be able to see him throw a baseball that hard. That's like when we had, what was it, Roberto Hernandez uh, pitching for the Giants, uh, and he was hitting 98, 99 on the gun, and we were super gassed. We were, Nen, we were like, Nen, oh, that's Nen, the coolest thing. Yeah, Nen in his best years, he was yeah. upper 90s as well. Let's and see, Roberto uh, Hernandez. No, it wasn't Roberto Hernandez. I got the name wrong, but it was uh, – I'd have to look it up, but – in the White Sox deal where we got a couple different players from the White Sox, we got two or three players. It was like 97. It wasn't Danny Darwin. He's throwing 85. No, God, no. Away. Danny Darwin had to walk it up. <laughs> uh, it, what did you think, though? Did you think there were they should have gotten at least one more considering that, you know, they're, you know, they're, they're in a crowded field in the National League and it's going to be like that. But, you know, some yeah. of the some of the other statistics say that they they're probably near the top of the heap in the national league. Yeah. I think we got, you know, I hate to say it, it's such a cop out, but I think we got screwed by the East coast bias, but nobody's watching <laughs> our games or finishing at 10 o'clock at night. And there's what 11 or one o'clock in the morning on the East coast. So, you know, you gotta be having, you gotta be having pretty much a lights out here. You can't be good. 
You can't yeah. be great. You got to be exceptional. Um, and that's what, that's what Duvall was. Nobody on the else on the giants is exceptional. Um, but we have a lot of great, a lot of players with great seasons. Um, so I think, I think that's kind of where, where we got screwed a little bit and it's, I, it's going to happen. I, I failed to mention, uh, JD Davis, who is also having a really yeah. good year. Now, see, that's another, another great season, but not exceptional where you look at that and you say, well, gosh, he's got 30 home runs at the break. Well, he doesn't, I mean, he's, but he's having, a, he's having a great season. Um, but yeah, I think, uh, East coast bias, man. Can scream it all we want. Yeah, I think the the two that I think are the are the ones worth arguing for are Tyro, because he's got the eighteen stolen bases. Uh, he's you know he's nine home runs, thirty one ribs, and you know we talked about this. His batting average was so hot early in the year, and I looked yeah. at that BABIP and I was like, okay, that thing's coming down. Like he's just getting really lucky <laughs> yeah. on some of this. But the 18 stolen bases and just being at the top of that lineup day in and day out, this dude is just, you know, playing every day and uh, just a great story for the Giants. But you look at Lamont Wade, the dude has a 410 OBP and uh, his OPS is 856. So it that is one where you could go like, hmm, you know, there's something here where, you know, maybe he should have made uh you know made the all-star team because i'm I'm actually doing a a quick little little thing here with with the ops uh he is in he's got to be in like the top 30 let me see where is he at no i may have even uh i may have even short-sighted him here where is he oh he's a 17th in the national league okay and uh you you know what's amazing christian walker Mm -hmm. uh has uh 521 slugging because he's got 18 bombs and he's ahead of lamont wade did he make the all-star team you know i'm not sure if he did uh again i mean huge crowded field because yeah. you've got he's at first base, but you also have Matt Olson. You've got Paul Goldschmidt. So I mean, you've got and Freddie Freeman. You got all those guys in front of you. It's going to be really hard at that position to to go. You know, more than two or three deep because you got the rest of the field to deal with. I mean, look at a Tyro. His WAR in the National League. He's 16th in WAR, but then when you look at his WRC plus in say the top 24 players in the national league, he's probably got the worst WRC plus at 108. So it's numbers like that. Yeah. You know, when you look at the weighted run creation, cause he only has nine home runs. Yeah. The only other player in that field with less home runs in that top, you've got uh Geraldo Perdomo and then you've got Luis Arias, but Arias can make it because fitting 400, almost 400. Yeah. It's a 384 right now. So, so yeah. And you know, Walker didn't even make the team Olsen, like yeah. you said, and Pete Alonzo and Freddie Freeman. Yeah, yeah, Pete Alonzo too. I mean, yeah, yeah. So it's crazy. Yeah, it's tough. First, you know, first base is tough. Very tough. And then, and the giants, you know, coming off of, uh, you know they're they they've only won three out of their last ten, so not they didn't you know if, if they come in hot maybe maybe things are a little bit different, but uh, but yeah so good good for Camilo really really glad that he's on the team and hey maybe if the National League can actually win one of these he'll he'll be yeah one of the seventh eighth or ninth and that would be I wanna, nice. 
I wanted to point out too that the top two war guys in the National League, Acuna Jr. and Corbin Carroll, they're they're both on my fantasy team. <laughs> I just I just wanted to point that out. Because I, I never get to brag about my fantasy team because it's always meh. But this year, <laughs> you know, I got some I got some players. There you go. <laughs> All right, a uh, quick uh, other update. So Schmidt and Wisely going to play a little second base with Estrada uh, out for the next month or so. Uh, Baby Yaz is back. He's back from his uh, his injury. And Scott Alexander is also back on the big club. So that was uh, – I-, I remember watching when he was pitching and just all of a sudden he's got a – you know, he had – he was coming back from the hamstring – and then he hurt it again, and so it sounds like he's back. I hope the uh, the the hammy is good for him. Uh, but we'll we'll have more of a conversation on our next show because our next show is only what like four days away. We're gonna come back yeah. on Monday during the home run derby, so we'll have a little bit of like a a live reaction to some of the home run derby stuff because we'll be going on at the same time that the home run derby is is going on, and then we'll do a little bit of all star game stuff for for there uh but the draft is also upcoming uh the uh, the giants have the 16th pick in the first round obviously last year they grabbed uh reggie crawford and uh, carson wisenhunt who's kind of just all of a sudden exploded onto the yeah. onto the scene as as one of their top prospects and you know it's kind of what do you, what do you think about the draft being during the all-star break you know, they did that what the last couple of seasons. Ah, you know, it's better. I think it's I think it's better to do it this way because it was always kind of buried in June. Yeah. Um and it and it would just kind of happen and then you would get a Twitter feed or you'd get a Facebook feed or or uh back in the olden days we would find out on the newspaper. Or, <laughs> yeah. KMBR, baby. KNBR, we'd find out from KNBR. So I, I think it's kind of fun. It's kind of fun that they do like something for it now. Uh, I would watch that a hundred times before I watch the NFL draft. The NFL draft is like, for me, watching <laughs> watching paint dry on growing grass. That's I can't do it. So, <laughs> so I like it. I think it's fun because again, you get the, you know, you get the instant reaction. Again, this is this is one of the only drafts this one in hockey where you're not going to see this player for a couple of years. Yep. So you're going to get the report on him. You may not even see him this year because it's June or it's July. It's after the um, uh, college world series. Everything happens. Um, sometimes they'll go to the Arizona fall league. Sometimes they'll play, uh, you know, at the, uh, for, for us, it's the, the AZL orange and AZL black, the Arizona yeah. league giants. Um, so, so it, you're not going to see these guys for a while. So it's a little bit hard to get excited, but then, you know, guys like Reggie Crawford. I mean, when, when we drafted him, it was like, Oh, two way player, this is going to be fun. So you kind of get a little bit of that excitement going with it. Uh, so I'm excited. I, I, I like the fact that it kind of has its own day now, instead of just disappearing. Futures game is also that uh, the the All Star weekend. So, if uh, you know that's also heavy on the prospects. You know Keith 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 Law's favorite time of the year. Oh yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> and and yeah, like you know the that's why I kind of root for the college player because there's a better chance that they'll be in San Jose. 
you know, oh, yeah. kind of messing around at the end of this year. If, if you know, as as they as that happens, as long as they're healthy, I like that because and you're like, oh, and that's what we did with Will Bednar a couple years ago. Now, you know, the Will Bednar experience has not been fantastic. He can't no. stay healthy, uh, and you know, Hunter Bishop as well. But you know, there was a cool was a couple years ago. I saw Matos. I saw Luciano. I saw Jairo uh, Pomeris. Um, uh, Brett Auerbach. I saw a lot of those guys just in the couple of San Jose Giants games that I went to. So that's always fun because, you know, Reggie Crawford, he is in San Jose. He's kind of yeah. they're bringing him along slowly. So it'd be, it'd be fun. Uh, I think that's something I would like to do at some point later this year is kind of figure out when is Reggie Crawford going to be pitching because I want to see him. And they're, they're, I mean, he, you know, he's only really thrown like, what is it like? 10 innings or 15 yeah. innings or something like that. So and they're, still, letting, I, they're yeah. letting them hit once every five days. I don't think that if uh, I talked to a Jared Seidler when he, he came on uh, last week when you were gone and he said, yeah, you know, they're just kind of letting them do it to let him do it. He's, he's really, his prospect status is really as a, as a pitcher. Yeah. And, and, you know, again, two way player, it's exciting. It's going to get people to the ballpark. I'm looking at his stats right now, batting. He's uh, hitting 250 with a home run, five ribs. He's got 18 plate appearances. Um, pitching in San Jose, he's pitched in, like you said, 10 innings, nine hits, five earnings, 16 strikeouts in 10 innings. So he's got some swing and miss stuff. And we knew that. I mean, he's, yep. you know, he's a fireballer, but he's, he's got a lot of work. A lot, a lot, lot to work on. He's uh, 22 years old. He'll be 23, pro- I think. Oh, yeah, December 4th, he'll be 23. So he'll play all of next season as a 23-year-old. So there's a chance we see him up in A, and then we'll probably get a taste of who he re- is really going to be. Is he going to be a, a two-way player? Is he going to be more of a pitcher, which, like I said, Jarrett probably thinks that. And he's got – I mean, Jarrett's got the knowledge. He's got – you know, everything that he works on. I mean, he's, he's seen all of this stuff. So I would absolutely trust his opinion. And uh, I did buy because, you know, not that I need to put any, any money in Jared's pocket for, for coming on our show, but I, you know, I like to support and and I did buy a baseball prospectus hat. So nice. maybe I'll, maybe I'll wear that on Tuesday or on Monday. Sweet. Man. I, our next show. I love buying, a kind of, I don't want to say obscure, but obscure kind of baseball hats because then you wear them around town. And yeah, you always wonder if people go, oh, I like my pitching ninja hat. I'll wear that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I know people are looking at that going, the heck is that? Yeah, that's, a, that's a great baseball. hat, by the way. Not, not oh, that, not that, that we have, uh, we have to shout those guys out, but I, yeah, I did yeah. get my pitching ninja hat and I love it. Yeah. All right. Let's look ahead to this weekend. Like I said, I will be there again on Saturday. So, you know, I guess I can, I guess I can say this. My family is out of town. I feel it's just like, it's, it's me and the puppies right now. My wife and my stepkids are in North Carolina, hanging out at Grammy and Papa's house. Uh, I would have been there if I did a little bit of better job with my vacation this year. Uh, unfortunately I kind of took a lot of time <laughs> off in the first couple of months. I was like, ah, oh, it's not a good look if I, if I leave now. So uh, I'm away from them. And then my kid and Brian and, uh, Brian and I were at the California classic in Sacramento on Monday. Yeah. 
which was a blast. And we'll talk about that the next time we did the death lineup. I think we're going to go dark this week unless I can find, uh, you know, somebody to, to do something with, but he is now in Vegas at the summer league. So he'll come back with some good stuff. And I told him he's got to send me some pictures and videos and stuff so we can add it to the BSP and social media. So wife is gone. Kid is gone. Other kid is still in Arizona. He's finishing up his summer classes before he comes in, uh, comes back home. And so really it's like me and the puppies. And I'm just like, man, what am I going to do? Like just, there's, you know, all my, everybody in in my family is, is gone. So (laughs) uh, my, my hope, well, I will say, I'm not going to broadcast this very much to the wife. I'm eating less vegetables, Brad. Hey, while the, on, while the man. wife is gone, don't you know, say that out loud. She's good for <laughs> the Brussels sprouts and the broccoli yes. when she cooks, and even when all the stuff that's going to keep you alive, man. And I will say, you know, I'm I'm uh, leaning in a little bit more in the proteins uh, than yeah. than than I would while, if she was here. So I am going to add now. Does this count? I think it should count, which is instead of, uh, you know, when you make a salad, you know, you might use some iceberg lettuce or some romaine lettuce. Instead, I'm using, you know, the the spinach leaves and uh, the, you know, the different the different types of, of super greens, I think is what they call it. Yes. So that, I think that counts. That counts for, that counts? for veggies. Yeah. So I don't feel too guilty, but I do realize uh, that I'm not. I'm not, you know, eating my fair share of Brussels sprouts and broccoli like usual for for yeah. the yeah. You know, those 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 super greens are going to keep your blood pressure down. So yeah. that's that's the good stuff. Now, now obviously, so I have cholesterol issues and genetics on the oh, side so of the family I. and everything. Yeah, it's crazy. So I've been doing less saturated fats. Um, carbs are okay. I mean, like brown rice got yeah. fiber in it. Any of that is good. Um, what I did last night is I like to cook chicken. So on the grill, what I did was butterflied some chicken breasts that had no saturated fat. And then I put a little bit of some cherry chipotle rub on it with some oil, a little bit of, uh, olive oil and cook those because then what I'll do is I have, we had that for dinner last night, but then I'll cut that up. And then with some brown rice and quinoa, I'll put that in a fiber wrap with a little bit of like, uh, put some spinach in there and some avocado and have that. So, so there you go. You can get avocado too, and you can get a little bit of your, I don't know what avocado is. Is that a fruit or vegetable? I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to have to look that up. It's green and it's got good fat in it, but yeah. I don't know exactly what it is. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I, I, I feel a little guilty, but at the same time, I'm like, you know, making sure the puppies are happy, get yeah. some podcasting done, get my work done, and so be it. Uh, I'll, well, when she comes back, she'll fix you back up. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. 100%. You know, so you don't have to worry about that. Uh, all right, before we get to this weekend series with the Rockies to get us to the All-Star break, quickly, let's chime in about what we are drinking. And I'll go first. And I found this – I figured this out for myself. You know, I'm not a beer guy, and we've talked about this. Right. And so when I grill, it always seems kind of nice to have like a light adult beverage and whiskey seltzer is kind of fun. 
But I think I found the drink for my grilling opportunities. And I've had this before. I've showed it to people before. But it is called the Finnish, F-I-N-N-I-S-H, long drink. And it is technically zero sugar, 90. It's, it's about 100 calories. Citrus, 5% alcohol. But this is kind of like my refreshing uh, beer substitute, I guess I would say. It's a gin-based seltzer, I guess. But they don't call it a seltzer. So I I think this was kind of like one of the first ones. Now, the the, the problem is that some people may have issues with the grapefruit. I know like with certain medications, for some reason, grapefruit is like off the board, like you're not supposed to have it. Yeah. So that, that I could tell you issue. why, but that's like a whole thing. Nobody <laughs> wants to I, I know they, I, I study this stuff. Okay. Um, <laughs> but the Finnish long drink. So that, so I, I've decided, I was, I think I told people last time that you were here, my wife got me a, a scotch subscription and right. I got a very nice bottle. I will talk about that next spot so monday when we come nice. back live i'll talk about that but i wanted uh i wanted to finish long drink for this rare thursday thompson to clark no oh, that's a good call that's i and i always thought i hadn't looked into that but i always thought that the finished long drinks were like sugary drinks and had a bunch of like sugar and high alcohol and and other stuff but but you're telling me 90 calories yeah i'm i i'm not exactly sure what the sweetener is in it um, I'm sure it's, you know, probably diet soda ish kind yeah. of thing. It's probably not even the, w- what's in Zevia, but for, you know, the once on occasion kind of yeah. hang out and grill, it, it, it kind of does a trick for me. Nice. Well, I got, I, like I said, got back from Tahoe on vacation. When you're on vacation, we talk about this with everybody, our age day drinking, is a thing <laughs> happens. So there was, there was quite a bit of that in Tahoe. I mean, there were some days, you know, we were doing other stuff. So, but other days you just go down to the beach and you get there at noon and you're just sitting at the beach and eating and listening to music. And you're like, well, I'll crack my first one. So I stuck with the lighter beers on this trip. But, um, but then I was in a, uh, a save Mart in Tahoe city where we were and uh, hopped into the Save Mart, and I found this bad boy. A little bit of, little bit of Jim Beam Giants. There we go. So I grabbed that. I like the cap too. The cap's really cool. It's got yeah, no, it's um, good. And Jim Beam's light. It's a lighter bourbon. It's forty percent, um, and and it's you know it's kind of see through. There's there's really nothing to Jim Jim Beam, yeah. but it's tasty. I mean, it's a good you throw it in a mixer, you throw it in with other stuff. And since I was drinking the Jim Beam, I threw on the the camo Giants hat too, just to play, play <laughs> the part, listening to a little George Strait before I came on the air too. <laughs> Do you know? Now I saw this. You mentioned George Strait. Mm-hmm. Concert tickets. So the 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 thing about concert tickets these days is they're crazy. The scalpers have done so much damage to the market because concert tickets generally are kind of underpriced. If the if the secondary market can get two hundred dollars for a hundred dollar ticket, then that ticket should probably be two hundred dollars. Yeah. And so Taylor Swift is like kicking everybody's behind uh, on the concert tour. She's about to have the first ever billion dollar tour. 
and her tickets are priced the highest uh, out of everybody because she's she's into like making sure that the scalpers aren't the ones making money and that she's yeah. making the money. She's she's a definitely a, a she's a power player in, in the industry, the biggest oh, yeah. one. And I saw a stat that said the next highest price tickets on average. So Bruce Springsteen w- was in there and for his latest tour as far as average ticket price. George Strait was like third or fourth. That one kind of, I was like, wow, go get well, your money, do- George. He's doing the supply and demand. He's quote unquote retired from touring. <laughs> um, and so, but he'll pop out and he'll go to Vegas and he'll play T-Mobile where the Knights play and he'll play yeah. there a couple of nights and good luck getting those tickets, man. I would, I would, uh, George Strait's one of my favorites of all time. When I first started getting into country music as a kid, my parents in the eighties would play him a lot. Um, so I a lot of great memories with George Strait music and, uh, but I've never seen him. I, I never had the chance to see him. He's been around the Bay area quite a few times too, when I was growing up, but I he's just never come to Reno. No, he's never come to Reno a lot. Of, you know, you guys don't have that people, big stadium or that big arena. No, we do. We have places. I mean, we've seen some pretty big acts here, um, but a lot of people and, and Tahoe has a fairly decent uh, venue as well. Uh, Foo Fighters are coming to Tahoe. Um, but the problem is a lot of artists don't come here because a, the casinos where, where they play a lot of the, the big venues and big places, a lot of smoke. Um, you know, you're allowed to smoke. So that kind of messes with them and the altitude we're 4,500 yeah. feet and Tahoe's like 65, 7,000 feet. Um, and so I, I've seen bands play in Tahoe where the singer had to run off the stage and say, Hey, I'm going to go get some oxygen. I'll be right back. The band's going to play and the band continues to play. And then they go get oxygen and then they come back. I mean, it's crazy up here. So, um, yeah, we just don't, we don't get quite those. I did see Merle Haggard here. I saw Tony Bennett here. Mighty Merle. Um, yeah, Merle Haggard was awesome, man. Second time I'd seen him. He has his, he, When he does his act, he does like Merle Haggard, and then he comes out with the, with the big purple boil, bowler hat and the mm-hmm. sunglasses, and then he's drunk Merle. And then it's all <laughs> drinking songs after that, so it's some good stuff. <laughs> all right, let's end this talking about the upcoming series against the Rockies now. This would be a good series for the Giants to kind of pick up. You know, they they haven't had the best. You know, they they went into Toronto and they won that first game and then they lost the next two. And then they went into New York and then they won one and they lost two. And then this Seattle series started at home and they just looked terrible in one of those games and, and they battled in that second game. But this would be a nice time for them to, you know, kind of like, I would love to see them sweep the Rockies here. Now the Rockies, uh, the Giants, so the Giants are, if the world, if the, if the, uh, if the season ended today, the Giants would be battling the Philadelphia Phillies for that last wild card spot. I think the Giants are a better team than the Phillies, uh, but you know, they're close. The Phillies are, you know, the Phillies were in the world series last year. So they, they definitely, uh, they're they're definitely going to do some stuff. They're not they're not going to go away. Uh, but the Giants are forty seven and forty, uh, and you know I love the the run differential stat. You know they're like right around 
you know, fifth or, or so in the National League uh, for run differential. Miami, who has the the top wild card spot, they're still a minus seven, even though they are fifty one and thirty seven. So that's an, an they're 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 playing some interesting baseball games there. Yeah. Uh. So the Colorado Rockies in the National League, the worst run differential, and it's like by far. The team ahead of them in run differential with the second worst is a minus 88. We are talking about the Washington Nationals. The Rockies are a minus 147. Jeez. So they are the second worst team in baseball. The A's are a crazy minus 236. <laughs> but the the Rockies are next, 147, and then the Kansas City Royals are 146. And then there's no one else in the minus 100. So the, Washington is minus 88, and they're I think they're the next worst. So uh, the Rockies are a bad baseball team. Yeah. And it would be really nice, Not and not only are they a bad baseball team, but they are the uh, second, second or third worst road team in all of baseball. So... The Giants really need to clean up on these guys. And it yeah. would be amazing for them to sweep these guys, go into the all-star break at 50 and 40, and and really get that, you know, really go in hot. And I don't, you know, we, we talked about them being banged up. And I know Ross Stripling is going to start game one on Friday, later today for, for the audio folks who are listening to this. Man, but they need to do, I, you know, I not to say that they need to treat this like a playoff series, but they got to go out there and, and win these baseball games. I would love to see them go into the break hot and let's take advantage of, of the Rockies who, you know, again, are just one of the worst baseball teams. They they've lost four in a row. Let's make it seven. Like, what are we doing here? Let's just go yeah. after it and win these games. And and when you are hitting as poorly as the giants are hitting in terms of OPS. I mean, it's just, everything's rough right now. Um, they're just not hitting the ball hard. They're not hitting home runs. Lots um, of broken bats last night, lot, by the way, tons of broken bats and, and dribblers and all kinds of just little stuff. Um, I don't care who you're facing. You could be facing the worst team in, in all of baseball. You got to score runs. You got to go take it to them. And then afterwards, Again, I don't care who you're facing. Feel good about it. Go go into the break and say it doesn't matter. We played a major league baseball team and and we broke the bats out and we went into the all star break uh, riding a high. No asterisk asterisk that that it was the Colorado Rockies. Who cares? I mean, you got to win these games. Um, if the Giants do anything less than win two out of three, I think it's going to be a major disappointment. And the Giants will absolutely go limping into the All-Star break, but I don't see that. They're pro- they're going to take two out of three or, or or sweep the series. Stripling and Webb. Um, the the Giants are facing the Rockies triplets. TBD, TBD, and TBD. <laughs> so yeah, we'll, the, we'll I think the Giants out. are TBD on the game that I'm going to. We don't know who the starter yeah, is yet, are, which could exactly. just mean bullpen game. That's what that's. What are you going to wear your Hello Kitty shirt when you get it? <laughs> well, on, so man. I'm going with my buddy. And he wants to make sure that we get there early because I think I want to say it's 
20 or 30,000. I don't remember which one, but he's like, we got to get there early. So we'll we'll get there early enough to get one. But heck yeah, I'll rock it. If I mean, if it fits, if I'll wear it on the show next week. Hey, if you get an extra one, send it my way because I've got an almost 17 year old that would wear that in a heartbeat. Oh, yeah. Maybe, maybe (laughs) I'll see if I can, I'll see if I can grab a bunch and then I can just see if you can swindle one off of somebody. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So let's do it. Uh, Let's go into the break. Um, and let's, uh, you know, 50 and 40 sounds, sounds really nice. Um, considering sounds great. What, 10 what games over. Yeah. Yeah. You, I mean, wipe out that first month of the season and, and, and feel good going into the break up, uh, you know, 10 games over 500. That'd be awesome. All right. So Brad and I will be back on Monday. So, you know, quick turnaround, but after Monday, you're going, you're going back on vacation. Cause you have a birthday yeah. coming up a big birthday. I got a birthday and I splurged talking about concert tickets. I, I, finally I, i'm doing it i've been talking about it for years we bought tickets to go see the beatles love cirque du soleil show so uh, as you know i'm a huge beatles fan oh, so yeah. this has been on my bucket list for uh years that i guess the show opened in 2006 so it's been around for a while but the hard rock bought the mirage and so the show might go away so i said this is it man 50th yeah. birthday let's do it let's let's go for it so so yeah, so so we'll we'll figure out uh, the following week, but at least we'll be back next week on Monday. Like I said, we'll talk about the home run derby. Maybe we'll talk about small star stuff. We'll talk about how the Giants did this last week. Maybe a little bit of a shorter show because there's only going to be three games in between. But uh, but yeah, so uh, we'll be back Monday uh, and Tuesday morning for podcast listeners. Uh, so for Brad, I'm Double G. We will see you when we see you. Peace out. Peace. This is Colin Kelly from the Rotoviz Fantasy Football Podcast Network. In case you didn't know, the show you are listening to right now, as well as my show, is part of the Blue Wire Podcast Network. Blue Wire was founded in 2018 on the concept that independent podcasts would be more successful if they worked together. Today, Blue Wire has grown to feature 300 shows led by former athletes, media professionals, and passionate fans. And over the past few years, Blue Wire has privately raised over $10 million to expand their team podcast network and business operations, now they are raising another round on WeFunder. WeFunder is a crowdfunding service that connects startups with investors. It's a cool platform that gives everyone the opportunity to be a part of a growing startup. You can invest as little as $100. In other words, you don't have to be a millionaire to invest in cool companies on WeFunder. BlueWire is raising money to expand their sales team and improve operations, which in turn will help this show continue to grow. If you would like to be part of the BlueWire investment round or want to find out more information go to wefunder.com forward slash blue wire what's so special about hero bread soft fluffy and delicious breads buns and tortillas these ultra low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar fewer calories and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health shop now at hero.co everybody in your crew identifies as either big mac burger mcnuggets or mccrispy sandwich but you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.